This episode of Naval Gazing is sponsored by valleygivesback.org. Adding a Valley charity to your estate plan creates a lasting legacy that tells future generations what causes matter to you. Your action will inspire others to follow your lead and make a difference. With a plan gift, you have the power to impact the Valley community forever without affecting your current lifestyle. Learn more at valleygivesback.org, an initiative of the Valley Community Foundation. Plan now, give later, and impact tomorrow at valleygivesback.org. For hundreds of years, we brought you the news. For the info, we gave you the clues. Owners' profits were always sky high. Hey, welcome to Naval Gazing, the Valley Indies weekly podcast. My name is Eugene Driscoll of valleyindie.org. Joining me is Ethan Fry, also of valleyindy.org. What's up, Ethan? Not much. How are you? Good. It sounds like your levels are okay. So this podcast is also available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Libsyn, Google Play, and you can find us on valleyindy.org under Naval Gazing, assuming that still exists. We're just going through a transition to a new mobile site, so everything's a little different, and we're trying to... Uh, Restore things that we hope to restore, and other things will go away, I guess, something like that. Uh, so in this episode, we're going to listen to an FOI hearing. I filed a complaint against the city of Derby and the police department, or maybe it was just the police department, I don't remember specifically, a while back. I had asked to see a internal affairs report the police department compiled against an officer who was no longer employed by the city. He had been arrested on a domestic violence charge of some kind that, as of this recording, that case is still pending in court, could be uh, resolved May 29th. But the city uh, had agreed to terminate its relationship with the officer. He was allowed to resign. The city paid him a small amount of money, a couple thousand dollars, uh, but we were denied access to the actual internal affairs report. The police department and the city, through its attorney, basically said, well, we got your request, although we don't have a problem releasing it. The officer does. He feels it's an invasion of privacy. Therefore, we're not going to release it. According to the FOI commission past decisions that I looked at, and I'm not an attorney, the process the city used to deny us was wrong. What you're supposed to say, uh, it's up to the city to determine whether it's an evasion of privacy. Uh, you can't just put that responsibility on the employee. The employee has a right to object, but just because the employee says no, you can't just deny it flatly. The city did this once before with an uh, employee of the Department of Public Works who had been disciplined for mm. painting the lines of a parking lot of a private business. The New Haven Register filed a complaint seeking access well first they filed a request seeking access to a report on this employee city said no 
they went to the FOI commission. The FOI commission said, Derby, you're doing it wrong. You can't leave it up to the employee. It's your responsibility to determine uh, and then release the info. And Derby's not unique in this. Uh, we've won decisions against Ansonia along the same lines uh, previously, and I'm sure other cities do the same thing. So it's, it's sort of a recurring theme in government in uh, Connecticut, at least. Yeah, it's 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 a technical matter, I guess, but we were just going up there to try to uh, have the city see the light. But from the and 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 this is an incredibly biased opinion because I'm the one who filed the complaint. So keep in mind, there's a, another side to this, with you, which you'll hear in the hearing. Uh, but I think the city police department contention seems to be, well, you know, this is a union job. There are union rules as well, and we can't just go release this when an employee says no. It, it, it's sort of a, I guess a Catch-22 from their perspective. But as the FOI uh, commission has ruled repeatedly and state courts have gone along with, the uh, a public agency cannot negotiate away the public's right to know information that it has a right to know. And then there's the whole, the thing that comes into question here is that there's a famous case uh, of Perkins how, of how yeah yeah if it's an it's an invasion of privacy there's the whole two prongs et cetera et cetera but cases like this have been proven over and over and over and over right. again you got to release the info at the end of this hearing like we kind of uh, I don't think I make a particularly good argument I, I don't think I'm making sense right now so it's a little embarrassing for me to to put this FOI hearing stuff out there but by the end of it the attorney representing the city. Was, there was two parties, essentially. There was a union representative for the former officer fighting to keep this thing secret. And then there was a city attorney who was sort of there uh, representing, uh, not sort of there, he was there representing the city. And at the end of it, they said, hey, we'll redact some stuff. There was some stuff that the uh, officer didn't want out in the public, some of it being public records. Uh, so... The attorney and the union rep were sitting there crossing out stuff after the hearing ended of this report. They had a copy of it there, uh, and I was supposed to get a redacted version. So I was like, oh, I'll take a re redacted version, but that was April 9th and whatever. We're recording this on May 24th, and I haven't received anything. Uh, so my complaint is still pending in front of the FOI commission. And the, eventually there will, there will be a proposed decision from the hearing officer, and then know. they'll maybe they maybe got lost in the mail. I haven't heard anything from anybody yeah, on this. It seems like there's a it takes a few months in most cases. So yeah. So without further ado, here is a secretly recorded summit between President Trump and the guy from North. No, I'm just kidding. Here's the FOI Commission from back in April. Thank you for listening. To navel gazing. Uh, I don't think we'll come back and do an outro, so it's 14 minutes long. Have fun. Thank you. We are now back on the record. While we were off, the parties stipulated to the following documents. Complainants Exhibit A is a January 26, 2018 FOI request from the complainants to Respondents, complainants B, it's a January 26, 2018 letter of acknowledgement from the respondents to the complainants, and complainants exhibit C is a February 2, 2018 letter from the respondents to the complainants. Are these the documents to which the party stipulated? Yes. Yes. Okay, so what I'd like to do next is swear in anyone who's going to be providing testimony. So 
appears that respondents do not have a witness. So if you could just stand, Mr. Driscoll. Mm -hmm. Do you solemnly swear that the evidence you shall give concerning the case now in question shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth to help you God? I do. And again, if you could state your name for the record and affirm that you've taken the oath. My name is Eugene Driscoll, and I just took the oath. Thank you. Okay, so, um, Mr. Driscoll, you are the complainant. You get to go first. If you can tell me about your request and any response that you received sure. to that request. So I requested access to an internal affairs report of the Derby Police Department and was denied access to that record. My contention is that the public has a right to see the record and that the process by which it was denied by the police chief violates the state's Freedom of Information Act. Um, background, I, on January 26, 2018, I sent an FOI request to Derby Police Chief Narowski and Derby Corporation Council Marino asking for a copy of an internal affairs report about Officer Jordan Gopros. Uh, if I remember correctly, I had learned about the internal affairs report because it was listed as a topic of discussion on the agenda of a Derby Police Commission meeting that was scheduled for a few days later. Uh, you have a copy of my initial FOI request. In a letter dated January 26, 2018, Chief Narowski acknowledged my request and wrote that the report identified as IA 17-9154, quote, can be construed, unquote, as a request for a record from a personnel or medical file. The letter stated that the employee and the police union would be informed of my request and that they may have uh, they may object to releasing the IA report. The letter also stated, and the emphasis here is mine, the department intends to disclose the records you have requested unless the employee or the union says no in writing. Uh, in a letter from Chief Narowski then on February 2nd, 2018, the chief said the report will not be released because the employee objected. My contention is that this is an obvious matter of public concern. This is a situation where a police officer or officers got together in a formal fashion to prepare an internal affairs report concerning one could presume the conduct or actions of a fellow public employee, a police officer. Uh, I should also note, and I mention this to bolster my contention that this is a matter of public concern, the police commission and the officer in question came up with a legal agreement that saw the officer resign from the department and be paid about $4,500. That agreement was signed by the mayor. It was a topic of discussion at a Board of Aldermen meeting, and the agreement was made public. And again, I mention that only because I think it bolsters the contention that the internal affairs report is also a matter of public concern. And I have a copy of that agreement, uh, which I just tried to enter into the record. I don't know if I can try that again after how that works. Well, what's the relevance of submitting it as? I think the, the internal affairs report, I'm presuming I haven't seen the internal affairs report, but it looks like it was, it birthed this agreement. If there was no internal affairs report, there wouldn't be agreement. And my logic being that if this was released without problem, the internal affairs report should be as well. It's equally a matter of public concern. Do you want to offer it as an exhibit? I would like or? to offer it as an exhibit. I don't object again. Okay, and what? Grounds of relevance. I don't believe I need it um, with respect to whether or not you have access to the, the actual report, excuse me, the, the internal affairs report. The question is whether or not, for me, it's going to be whether there is an internal affairs report and whether it's subject to, to disclosure. And it's okay. on the burden, it's, the respondents have the burden to prove why the record was not released. Okay. And so, um, and I'll have to determine whether or not they've met that burden. Okay. So I don't believe I you don't need it this at this okay. point, no. 
Uh, and I just wanted to speak briefly, if I could, about the process that I went through uh, that was used to deny the yes. access, if I could. And I'm talking about the Internal Affairs Report. In, in the Chief's January 26th letter, he writes again, quote, the department intends to disclose the records if the employer of the union does not object. And if you look at a Freedom of Information Commission uh, contested case from a few years back, it's FIC 2011-555. A quick summary of that, it was the city of Derby conducted an investigation into an employee of the Department of Public Works. In that case, a reporter requested access to the report that they created. In that case, just like now, the city said you cannot have it because the employee says so. In that case, the city was ordered to release the report and in the commission's ruling, uh, ordering Derby to release the report, they cited a section of the FOI Act, section 1-214B, that reads, whenever a public agency receives a request to inspect or copy records contained in any of its employees' personnel or medical files and similar files, and, and they emphasize this, the agency reasonably believes that disclosure of such records would legally constitute an invasion of privacy, the agency shall immediately notify in writing the employee or the union. Uh, also, the commission cited another section of that same law that says nothing herein shall require an agency to withhold from disclosure the contents of personnel or medical files and similar files when it does not reasonably believe that such disclosure would legally constitute an invasion of personal privacy. And, and so I, just, I'm sorry, you, yeah. you cited, it was a 2011-555? The, yes, okay, yes, 2011-555. And I just mentioned that because I think the chief's letter on January 26th shows the department didn't think it would legally constitute invasion of privacy because he says in the letter the department intends to disclose the records. I think what's happened in Derby twice now is that the city has simply taken it upon itself to put the decision as to whether to release it, release a document squarely on the shoulder of the employee, which doesn't seem to jive with uh, past commission rulings or court cases on this issue. So I'm just asking that the uh, report be released immediately and that there's some type of corrective action taken where the, FO Act, where the FOI Act is followed uh, when it comes to documents such as this. Okay. To the best of your, before I turn it over to, for cross-examination, to the best of your knowledge, so you believe that what happens, I, I don't see your, a witness here for the respondents, just so the, 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 the record is clear. So I'm going to pose this to you, and you may or may not be able to answer, but from your reading of that January 26, 2018 letter, and perhaps any other information that you may have, they did not make that determination whether it was an invasion of privacy, and then looked to the employee to see whether he had an objection. They just automatically um, informed the employee that there had been a request for the internal affairs file and yeah. gave them the, the opportunity think, to object or not. Yeah, but what I'm saying that they're the chief didn't make a decision, or the city itself didn't make any decision whether it was an invasion of privacy. They just slopped it off on the employee. Automatic notification, yes. essentially. Thank you. Thank Do you, you have any questions? I have no and um, as I noted earlier, it does not appear that you have any witnesses here today. Um, so would you like to make an argument, uh, a legal argument? I'll just present briefly that the, when we got the request, it was turned over to um, the employee. The employee objected to the, to the request. That's why the document wasn't produced. 
So there's no, you're not presenting any testimony here today regarding whether it's an invasion of privacy? No. My, cl my clients have no objection to it being disclosed. In conjunction with the employee's counsel, you may produce it with, re with redactions, but, but my clients, the respondents, have no objection to it being released. Okay. The objection lies solely with, with the employee. I understand, but there's, no, there's nobody here testing. There's no testimony before me today um, proving that it's going to be an invasion of privacy. So there's no choice but for me to disclose these records. Do you solemnly swear that the evidence you shall give concerning the case now in question shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? I do. So if you'd like to. Thank you. Good afternoon, Mr. Miller. Hello. Are you familiar with uh, Internal Affairs Investigation Report number 17-9154? I am. Uh, and uh, what does this report concern? It concerns an internal affairs investigation regarding a domestic violence arrest. Of, uh, city of the Derby employee. Okay. And what what is your uh, position? What is your uh, staff representative? I am the union rep for uh, the city of D the Derby Police Union. Um, in internal affairs investigation report number seventeen dash ninety one fifty four, are there any aspects of that report that uh, you consider to be an invasion of privacy? I do. And what portions of the report would? you consider to be an invasion of privacy? Kind of catch-22 here. If I put it on the record, then they have it. Uh, I'll put it out there then. It is I mean, just in general terms. Yeah. So, I'll just speak frankly. We do not object to the internal affairs report regarding domestic violence arrest being released. We're looking for three portions of the report to be redacted. Redacted? Yes. Okay, so what are the... One part is where it mentions the use or stealing of narcotics. It was never part, it was unsubstantiated, and it was never part of the termination hearing that took place regarding this internal affairs investigation. I believe it's an evasion of privacy and obviously future harm for potential employment okay. for the employee. Number two, it also talks about financial, uh, personal financial debt that he owes or has owed. Once again, an invasion of privacy has nothing to do with the domestic violence arrest that spun this internal affairs investigation. And the third portion would be more of an embarrassment that uh, is put in there where his girlfriend or fiance at the time uh, has slept with one of the witnesses. Mr. Driscoll, if they were just to redact that information, if the three items, would you, or I'm sure there's more detail about those three items, or I'm assuming there might be a little bit more detail, but if they redacted solely that information, would that be sufficient? 
Yeah, I'm... I'm not suggesting it is. I'm just I'm wondering I guess, if this can get resolved. Yeah, my only frustration is that this happens again and again in Derby. You request something, and three months later, something they could have could have redacted that on day two and just released it. Uh, that being said, I mean, the financial things I'm not interested in. Uh, those are a matter of public record. They're in court cases, but yeah, I would. Something's better than nothing. Uh, so that being said, I, I, Mike. Well, you know better than me. My concern is that when you become a public employee, your expectation of privacy is diminished somewhat, and they have to. It's up to them to prove. why they have to be the exception to a long-established rule. So I guess I'm saying personally, if I understand, but precedent-wise, it seems not appropriate. So if it was just a question, I, but I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it just, um, I decide, I have to decide whether or not to take these records in camera, get a review of them, and to whether address um, whether these three items were properly uh, redacted, or um, well, they didn't give you any of the other information, whether they properly withheld um, uh, the rest of the information. The question is, it's do you challenge and just the personal financial information if that was to be redacted? If I found. I would, I would leave it up to you okay. if you take it in camera, okay. like you said, and okay. you know better than I. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Do you have any follow-up questions for your witness? Do you have any questions for the witness who have an opportunity to cross-examine? Uh, I don't. I don't think. None that I can think of right now. I mean, I think it might, I guess, no, I don't have any questions. I guess, well, I'll ask one question. Is the court case still pending to Mr. Gokro's attorney? I am not an attorney. Let's put that out there. I'm a staff rep, and I am not oh, handling the criminal court case. I just handle the labor issues for the, for the union. But to your knowledge, are you aware to of my the, knowledge, if I believe still um, a case? All the classes have been completed, the domestic violence classes that he was required to attend, and I believe they're just waiting on a court date in the next 30 to 45 days for the case to be dismissed. That's my knowledge of the court case. Once completion of the classes, it will be dismissed. That could never happen. Okay. Any mm -hmm. follow-up? I do not. No? Anything further from your respondents? Okay. Um, I will, I'm not gonna order the in-cameras at, uh, at this moment, um, but I can always issue an order afterwards to see whether or not, in order for me to make my determination, whether I actually need to see those records. Um, but if I, I do, uh, if I feel like I do actually need to look at the records, then I will send out an order and you will get notice of it. And obviously the respondents will get notice of it. Okay? May I ask one? I, well, I may or may not. Yeah, I'll just ask it and then if you can't okay. answer it, that's, that's the story of my life. Okay. Uh, 
Could Derby, the city of Derby, redact what they need to redact today and release the report just outside of this process? That's a question for you to ask them. I can't okay. order it today, but you can. May I ask that? You can or ask that of them. I don't know whether they'll. I, I could be up for it. If those three items are related to those three items redacted, I will not stand in your way of having that thing released. In the city of Derby? Likewise. Thank you. So um, with that, I'm going to close the hearing at 1.27 p.m. Oh. Yeah.